to too, and I'm excited, man. I'm pumped. We're going to go deeper. Y'all ready to go deeper? There's more. There's more. Hey, um, you can go ahead and turn in or own your Bibles to John chapter 10, verse 10. Uh, give me about two minutes, and I'll stop talking so weird. I got to breathe again. Um, John 10, 10, we're going to get started there today, and then we're going to dig. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you, you need your notebooks, you need your pens, you need to take some notes today. Uh, when the glasses come out and the whiteboard comes out, it's Professor Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> I said in 10 o'clock, it's uh, Professor Pastor, uh, PP, um, instead of PB. <laughs> so dumb. Hey, I want to celebrate a couple of things that God's doing here real quick. Um, yesterday, uh, for four hours, we had over 35 couples in this room. Come on, somebody. <clears throat> for our marriage one day. And man, was it powerful. It was so good. It was so fun. Um, it was so incredible. And uh, I'm excited to see where God takes us uh, from here. Elliot, can I ask you to grab my bottle of water off the, off the desk? I can't breathe. I can't talk. You know, I'm just excited about what God's doing. Uh, I'm going to start bringing... Pastor Chris used to tell me all the time, you need a bottle of water up there. I'm like, I don't use it. Now I've asked for one three times in a row, three weeks in a row. Um, I want to tell you, too, during this series... Thank you, buddy. Love you. Um, during this series of There's More, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our podcast uh, because during the week, I think it's on Mondays, but during the week, uh, we're going to release some additional content of Pastor Travis and I sitting down and uh, diving a little deeper uh, uh, during the week into what we talk about on Sundays uh, because there's always more. There's more. Now you get it? There's, there's more. And so we want you to be a part of that. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can find Radiate Church Podcast there. And then the last thing I want to tell you about is March the 20th, we're celebrating 10 years right here on that Sunday. Go ahead and make plans. Go ahead and get your friends and family. Like, we're throwing a party up in here. It's going to be good. My pastor, uh, my mentor, one of my leaders, Pastor Daniel Floyd from Life Point Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia, is going to be here that day. It's going to be an amazing time. And I also want to go ahead and ask you uh, to, to, to block out your dates on the 18th, March 18th. Uh, so on the 20th, we're going to celebrate 10 years uh, that were. But on the 18th, we're going to celebrate 10 years that are coming. And so we got Vision Night coming up, March 18th. We want everybody that calls Radiate Church home here that night. Uh, registration link will be coming out, so we know how, much, how many to prepare for. And I want to ask you to come and be a part of that, because what God's doing here is going to be amazing. It already is. It's going to be even better. And how we can all partner in and be a part of that. How many movie buffs do we have in the room today? Any movie buffs? We got some movie buffs? Okay. All right. Now, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, 8.30 and 10 o'clock was like hype. Like, it was ridiculous. And uh, y'all y'all bringing the funk more normal already today. And uh, let's keep that up. But we got some movie buffs. I'm not a movie buff, y'all. I'm not, I don't watch a lot of movies. Um... I recently watched Sing 2. That is a great movie. I'm not going to lie. We listened to the, uh, to, the, to, the, to the soundtrack. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, the soundtrack. And before that, I think the last movie I watched before that was the movie I'm talking about today, actually. Uh, because since I'm not a big movie buff and don't watch a ton of movies, um, movies stick with me a little bit more. Um, I'm just wired that if I'm not constantly moving and doing something, I feel unproductive. And I uh, probably need to talk to my counselor about that a little bit, and uh, that's okay. And um, so I was on a plane, and every now and then, I get the opportunity to fly uh, different places across the country. 
and uh, speak at conferences or churches and meet with pastors or just go and attend a conference sometimes So because your pastor needs to get fed too. And uh, so we do some of that. And uh, about three years ago, I think it was, I was on a flight. I think it was out in Oklahoma, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I was watching a, a movie called The Meg. Anybody remember The Meg? You've seen The Meg, right? Right? Okay. Now, usually, I'm just going to be real honest. When I watch a movie, it's rarely an Academy Award winner. It's usually one of those movies where I could act better than the actors could. And I have no training whatsoever. I'm pretty sure that's how this movie was. Um, but Dwight from The Office is in it. Um, and so I'm like, good. But he's serious in it. It doesn't work. It just, I don't know. I can't see anything but Dwight. In this movie, uh, there's a scene that caught my attention. And I have literally thought about this scene probably every week for three years. And uh, it is this scene where they're in a submarine. And Dwight from The Office, his name's Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson uh, has all this money, and he's sending this exploration crew down into the ocean to look at the floor of the ocean. And they're trying to land this submarine on the floor of the ocean. And they realize that it's not actually the floor of the ocean. They were just told it was the floor of the ocean. It's what everybody thought was the floor of the ocean. There was actually, it was soft. Do y'all remember this part? Anybody remember this part? And as they're pushing down, yeah, some of y'all are like, yeah, I got you, Pastor. I'm with you. The rest of y'all, just use your imagination. Because I was going sh- to show you the clip. But stupid government laws, right? Don't take that as a political statement. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. It was just a joke. I hate politics. Anyway, stupid laws are like, no, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, okay then, because I ain't going to jail. It wouldn't last five seconds. So anyway, we're doing it. And like they're pushing through, and they're like, there's more. There's something underneath. There's more to be seen. And they begin pushing down into this realm that they say is the unknown. And as they push down into this thing, they're, they're back and they tell Dwight from the office, they're like, we're there, we've made it. And all their cameras are zooming around and spinning around and looking at everything and they land on the floor there and they start talking about how beautiful the plant life is down there and how amazing the fish are and how some of the fish they, had never, they hadn't seen in decades, some never seen. And they're just gorgeous. And they're talking about how this is incredible because nobody's ever experienced this before and all this. And then, like, this megalodon shows up and eats them. It's, it's, it's amazing, right? It's amazing. But let's not talk about that part. That's, not, that's actually not what happened, so go watch the movie. <clears throat> I want some royalties from them. But I got to thinking when that scene hit, what if in the spiritual realm we have settled for a false floor? We've been told this is all there is. Pray your prayer and you go to heaven. Like, give your tithe and you don't even have to enjoy it. And if you can't give your tithe, just throw $5 in there. What We've been told, like, you know, you don't really have to follow what the Bible says about marriage. Just do it your way and God forgives. We've been told this false floor. And what if we've settled... For something that is surface. But what if there's more? What if there's more to Jesus? What if there's more to God? What if there's more to salvation? What if there's more? Because I got to asking myself, I'm this kind of guy, I always want more, right? And I got to ask myself, this can't be it, right? And I just feel that statement kind of stirring in everybody's life over the past few years. Like, this can't be all there is. 
this can't be it. Just come and survive this world until you get to something called the kingdom, also known as heaven, and you'll be okay. Like, there's, that, that can't be all there is, right? Like, let me suffer until I don't suffer anymore. Y'all, I'm here to tell you, there's more. There's more to this thing. There's more than you've been told. There's more than you've been taught. There's more than I've been told. There's more than I've been taught. There's so much more to this thing. And I was taken to this verse, John chapter 10 and verse 10. And it's this statement that we love here at Radiate. Let's make sure it works. We love here at Radiate. And, and we use it all over the place. And it's this. It says, the thief, the thief is who? The enemy. It's Satan. Y'all going to have to talk with me today. The thief comes only to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus is talking. Jesus goes, there's only three things he shows up for. If Satan is in your midst, he's coming to steal something from you. He's coming to kill something. Or he's coming to destroy you. One of the two. And here's the thing. You got to know this. You can have everything you've ever asked God for and he can steal your joy. You can have everything you wished you could have and he can still kill your marriage. You can have everything and some and he can still destroy your faith. We got to know when the enemy shows up, he ain't there to play patty cake. When the enemy shows up and ain't like, oh, hey, hadn't seen you in a while. It's like you coming to kill, steal and destroy something for me. And so Jesus is telling them, hey, I'm just letting you know when he shows up, this is what he's showing up for. And you got to know what he shows up for. But it says in here, it says, I, but I, uh, I come that they may have life and have it what? What is that word abundant? Abundant means more than enough. More than you asked for. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 is a great example. To him who is able to give us exceedingly, abundantly, over and above, more than you could think or imagine. And, and so we're in this thing, and, and I was always like, yeah, abundant life. So who is, who is I? Who is I? Jesus. Some of y'all are like, Jesus? I don't, like, trick question? That was too easy. Now it's Jesus. Jesus goes, listen, he comes to take from you. I come to add to you. I came to give to you. I came to add life. And I didn't just come to get and make it so you could survive. I don't, listen, I don't think God wants us to survive. I think God wants us to thrive. I don't think God wants us to just get through this life. I think God wants us to take territory for the kingdom of God in this life. I don't think God wants you to just survive your marriage. I think he wants you to be kingdom in your marriage. Come on, somebody. And he says, abundant life, more than you could think or imagine. Exceedingly, abundantly, more than I, you could ever imagine that I could give you. I want that life. Another version says full life. I like that version too. Full life. So what is it? And, and, and what this, what we do with this right here, a lot of times is we think that's just, all right, God, I prayed, right? I prayed. You gave me everything. I got everything I want. And if we're not careful, here's what this means. Every person in this room wants an abundant life. I don't care. I don't even care where you are in your faith. You want an abundant life. I know I do. I want more than enough grace, right? I want more than enough love. I want more than enough money, praise God. I want more than enough. And you fill in the blank. Everybody wants an abundant life. Not one person doesn't. Watch this. But Jesus says, I want that for you too. However, it isn't found in anyone but who? 
Jesus. The only way, Jesus says, you can have a full life. Like, you, you, can, you, can, you can be full of things. But if I, you're not full of me, you don't have abundant life. You can have all, everything in the world that you want and still not have an abundant life. You can have every promotion, every paycheck, every truck, boat, car, whatever. Don't matter. None of that stuff's bad. But you can have every bit of it, and if you don't have him, you still don't have abundant life. Your life still isn't full. Why? Because it's not within him. Now, we can sit here today, and we can be like, yeah, that sounds great. I've heard that my whole life. Yeah, I can buy into that. I'm good. Yeah, let's go. I'm good with that. Can I tell you, this is the surface. This is the false floor. Not a false statement. The statement is accurate. But when we land our ship on this, and only this, and we don't understand this, and how this ties into this, and who this is, when we don't understand the depth of it, we will land on the surface and go, abundant life is found in Jesus, and I prayed a prayer at Radiate Church one day, and so it doesn't matter how I live my life, I don't have to follow biblical principles, and I don't have to do this, and I don't have to do that, and as long as I, I just prayed that prayer, and it's because we live on a false floor. But here's what I'm not here to do today. I'm not here to tell you how to love God today. I'm here to tell you how much God loves you today because he made his abundant life available to you and to me no matter where we are, no matter our past, our present, or our future. He's made it available because that's love. And that's what he does. And we can do this stuff. And I just want you to know there's more. There's so much more. There's so much. And if we, I just know this. This is what I know. If we will grab the depth of this, it will change the way we worship. I can't just stand there with my hands in my pockets because I'm going a little bit deeper. I can't just sing the song, I got to worship and declare the word. I can't just pray and ask God to get me through the day. There's more to it. Are you following me today? I can't, like everything changes. Everything, like I can't see things the same. I can't think the same. That's why it says his ways are higher and his thoughts are higher. Why? Because he's God. Well, of course, no. Because we haven't yet hit a level to where he is there's more and and I just want you to hear me today I got three things I'm gonna show you today that when, there's more to this life than this false floor that we've been living on for so long that I've been living on for so long here's here's the first one I got three three y'all ready you ready y'all got to deal with my hand right today okay number one is this Jesus is the kingdom Jesus is the kingdom. You gotta know. If you can't grasp this, if you don't grasp this, you'll miss so much. Let's, let's read real quick. Uh, Luke chapter 17, verses 20 through 21. It says this. Now, having been questioned by the Pharisees as to when the kingdom was coming, watch this. Let's back up for a second. Why are Pharisees asking Jesus? So we have the gift of, of um, 2020 vision. We get to look back because we know what happens. We know Jesus is the Messiah and the Savior. We see it in Scripture. We believe that. Watch this. They didn't know that. They were being told that. They had to receive that in faith. Some did. Most didn't. They are fascinated with the kingdom of God coming. They, in that day, thought the kingdom of God was a new governmental system and rule that was going to take place. It was going to overthrow the current government and give them easier access through a new government. So when they're saying, Jesus, if you know so much, when is the kingdom of God coming? Here's what they're asking him. What is the event 
that you can point to in a specific time to tell me that God is real and his kingdom is here? Well, let's keep reading. What's it say? The kingdom of God. Jesus answers. He says, kingdom of God is not coming with signs. You can just leave that verse on there. Nothing else. To be observed. He said, y'all are looking for a moment. You're looking for something. You're looking for a time. You're looking for an event. It's almost like us today going, if you heal my son, then you're God. If you give me the paycheck that I need, then I'll worship you. Because I'll know you're real. It's almost like us today going, if you do this, then I'll do that. See, they wanted something to point to, and God goes, or Jesus goes, listen to me, the kingdom of God is not something with signs to be observed. In other words, he goes, I can't point to you a time frame and tell you when this happens, this will happen. What's he keep going? Verse 21, keep going. And it says, nor will they say, look, here it is, or there it is. He goes, you're not going to be able to go, hey, there it is over there. That's the kingdom of God. Run over there. See, we are trained as humans to think on tangible things and quantifiable things. Our whole mindset is based on what can I touch? What can I explain? If I can see and touch my son when God heals him, then he's God. No, he's God whether he does that or not. Are you following me? And see, the reality is we're taught, I can point to tangible things to show you the move of God happening at Radiate Church. I can point to the generosity of people that know that God's moving in this place, and so they start giving to this place, and we can do more ministry in this place. See, I can point to that. I can point to 20 plus, or, or, or about 20 people that have graduated engaged to join a new team, a team so that we can serve God together. I can point to 31% attendance growth. I can point to salvations and baptisms. I can point to life groups. I can point to all that. What I can't point to is what you felt whenever all of a sudden a lion inside of your lungs began to roar just a minute ago and you felt something on the inside. That wasn't your breakfast burrito. That was the Spirit of God moving. I can't point to that because you, you, you try to point to that and everybody goes, what the heck are you talking about? And God goes, I'm in the things that you can't touch. I'm not just in the things you can point to. I'm in the things you can't even see. Because he says, you're not going to be able to point to it. For behold, the kingdom is where? In what? Come on. In your, in your midst. Why, why, why does, what does that mean? What does it mean to be in your midst? How is the kingdom of God in your midst? Well, that's a great question, and I'm glad you asked it. Let's flip over to John chapter 1, 14. Verse 14. And the word, everybody say word. word. And the word, word. And the word became what? Flesh. And what did the flesh do? Come on. It dwelt among us. I got five of you following me today. Let's pay attention to this. We got to remember the kingdom is in your midst, right? Didn't Jesus just teach us that? All right, so what is word? Word is that word logos or logos or however you want to say it. Logos, logos, shmana. Here's what that word translates to. The teachings and the doctrines of God. 
So this is what he's teaching. Watch this. He says, the word became the word, the logos, the logos became the teachings and the doctrines, the character, the intention, the personality, and the love and the grace and the mercy of God became what? Flesh. That word is sarks. Sarks, I want to read this correctly, is the soft matter that makes up the physical nature of man. Soft matter that makes up the physical nature. You're welcome. Of man. Watch this. Here's what he's literally saying. Everything God taught and is and was now became a person. Who was that person? How do we know it's Jesus? Because it says, and we saw his glory, glory as the only begotten. Who, according to John chapter 3, verse 16, is the begotten? Jesus. It says that he was sacrificed, the only begotten son, Jesus was sacrificed for our sins. So here's what we know. Jesus is the flesh of God. Now spiritual became physical. Intention became intentional. Are you following me? Everything that he taught now became someone, and that someone does what? Dwells where? Among us, so therefore, the kingdom is where? How is the kingdom of God in your midst? Because Jesus is the king. And where the king is, the kingdom is, because there is no kingdom without a king. And the king goes and represents the kingdom everywhere he is. And if he is in our midst, then the kingdom is in our midst. Man, so it's not just a prayer. God, keep me out of hell. God, don't let me burn for eternity. God, I, that sounds terrible. Watch this. What if there's more? What if it's not just keep me out of hell? What if it's God, I surrender my life to your kingdom? God, I surrender my ways to your ways. God, I surrender my thoughts to your thoughts. God, I'm not just asking you to do something for me because how selfish of us to ask God to sacrifice everything. But don't expect us to sacrifice anything. Wow. See, he's teaching that it is among us. And so when I give my, I get pumped about this stuff. I don't know if y'all can tell. When I accept Jesus into my life, I'm not, he goes, stop looking for the kingdom in something. The kingdom is someone. The kingdom is someone. I need you to hear me today. If your life is secure through the blood of Jesus, you are a citizen of the kingdom of God through the blood of Jesus. There's more to you. There's more for you. There's more from you. Jesus loves you, and he's welcoming us into the kingdom. It's not just a monopoly game, y'all. It's citizenship to the great. Watch this, watch this. Hebrew says, the kingdom of God shall never be shaken. Your divorce did not shake the kingdom of God. COVID did not shake the kingdom of God. Your drunken state last night did not shake the kingdom of God. It may shake you if you're not in the kingdom of God. 
But it can't shake a kingdom that's already been established on the rock of Jesus that shall never move and is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and it shall never be shaken. Come on, you ought to get more pumped for that. Man, that gives me hope. That gives me hope. And y'all, y'all like, how much caffeine has he had? I ain't even drank my whole cup for today. Have I, it's been all week, man. Just, he's got it. He's seen it. He's like, I almost brought you that instead of water. So Jesus is the kingdom. That's great. That's good. Let's go home. No, we got more. Jesus is access. Access. Access to what? Well, I'm glad you asked that question too. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord and Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Watch this. With every what? Every. I'm trying to write correctly this time. Every spiritual blessing. What? Where? In where? Heaven. Through who? Jesus Christ. So when I'm now giving my life to Jesus, it ain't about getting out of hell. It's now I have access to everything the king has access to. Because when the king declares something, the king doesn't go back on it. The king declares what he wants declared so that it makes sense for his kingdom. And if you're a part of his kingdom, you get the benefit of the declaration. So when Jesus says, everybody in my kingdom, when God says, everybody in my kingdom now has access to everything I have access to, congratulations. That peace you're looking for, it ain't found in that man. It's found in Jesus. That joy that you've been missing ain't found in the bottom of a Jim Bean bottle. It's found in worshiping in Jesus. I'm just here to tell you that hole that you've been trying to fill with something else it ain't found in nothing but Jesus why I came to give life and life abundantly because I am the kingdom and I give you access somebody say access this is the best one I preached all day listen to me it ain't found in nothing else why because nobody else is the king he's the king you're not just praying to a man that can keep you from fire you're talking to a king that gave us, has access to every spiritual blessing in heaven. And I don't know about you, but I'm not a very smart man. But I know that when I need something, I go to somebody that's got it. And maybe I need to stop running to Facebook and I need to start running to the kingdom. Maybe I... Maybe I need to start waiting on you to check on me. And I need to make sure he's checking on me. Come on, somebody. I'm just telling you today, man, this changes everything. You know why my worship shifted today? I'm not worshiping a song. I don't like that song. Good, it wasn't for you. I'm worshiping a king. <laughs> and see, our worship and our generosity and our serving and our prayers all mirror how we see him. So if he's nothing more than a monopoly card that gets us out of hell, that's how I worship him. God, I'm showing up to church today. Just don't let me burn. And God's going, I love you way more than that. 
In fact, I love you so much more than that. Not only can I keep you out of hell, but man, I'll give you every spiritual blessing in heavenly places because I love you. Not only can I keep you out of hell, but that marriage that you're waiting on me to restore, I got you. That void that you need filled that you're waiting on every man to fill, I got you. That's the love of our Father. That's the love of our King. Y'all ready to go home? I got one more. I got one more. We got to know this one. Jesus is hope. Jesus is hope. Oh, boy. Let's read John chapter 18, verse 36. Can we give it up for production today? Like, they kept me on track with my scriptures. I've been a little crazier today. They're crushing it, man. Just today. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I love what I get to do. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> that was good. John 18, 36, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom was of this world... My servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. In other words, if my kingdom was of this world, my army would kick your armies behind. You wouldn't even be able to get to me. It reminds me of a scripture that the Apostle Paul wrote. And he said, you are to be, he's talking to believers in Jesus, people that have surrendered their life to the kingdom. And here's what he says. He says, you are to be aliens of this world. You are to be in this world, but not of this world. What's the difference? I can be in something, but I'm not made up of it. Doesn't that sound a lot like what Jesus just said? Jesus said, I don't operate like y'all operate. I don't think this, this stuff today is why I think it is impossible to live a victim life and really be in the kingdom. Everybody's out to get me. They look at me. You, I'll give you a short definition of a victim life. Everything is somebody else's fault and they're all coming against you. I don't know about y'all. The king of the kingdom that I live for, he looked like a victim, but he rose up as a victor. He stood up on the third day holding the keys to death, hell, and the grave and said, I got you, suckers. You didn't get me. That's in the Greek and Hebrew right there, suckers. <laughs> Craig liked that one. Listen, he says, my kingdom don't operate like this world does. It's not of this governmental system like you guys have. But watch this. He says, but as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. Why is his kingdom not of this realm? Because it, but his kingdom is in this realm. Watch this. Because if it was made up of this realm, it couldn't change anything. But because it's made up of something greater, when the kingdom of God shows up in an area that it doesn't operate like, it changes everything. So when Paul says to be aliens of this world and to live of this world but not in this world, here's what he's saying. Hear me. Live Jesus everywhere. Don't be made up of this world because you are a part of a kingdom that will never be shaken, that a king died for.
You know what else Hebrews tells me, Mike? It tells me that I have access to the throne of God through the blood of Jesus. In other words, I can go to my Father anytime I want to. I can sit in my bathroom if I need to and go to my Father. I can do it on the interstate. I can do it in this chair. I can do it whenever my kids are screaming in my ear. I can do it in a bad day and a good day. He says, I have access to the throne of God through the blood of Jesus, the King of the kingdom, because He loves me enough to make a declaration that if you're a part of my kingdom, you have access to to the Father anytime you need access to the Father. And I don't know about you, but that's the hope I need in this world. And I think what we're searching for, this world is searching for, is hope. When you watch wars break out, it's hard to find hope when you're of the world. When your paycheck runs out, it's hard to find hope when you're of the world. When you sit at Cracker Barrel and you wait on your food for two hours like I did last night. It's hard to be patient when you're of this world. You can find healthy things there. Travis, I know you're looking at me, judging me. Y'all, we don't have to be of this world. I don't want to be of this world. I belong to a kingdom that changes this world. And we change it every day, every moment. And if, and if Jesus is hope and I have access to the Father, that means that in my bad attitude, I can change it. That means whenever I have no faith, I can change it. It means whenever I don't know what to think, he can tell me what to think. It means that Jesus is the hope of the universe and he's in me. And now that he's in me, I can live the kingdom and be a representative of the kingdom of God. Every stinking place that I go and I don't have to be normal anymore. I can be an alien now. I can be different. And I believe if we, I'm just telling you what I think. Book of Brandon. If we will live this out, y'all think this is good? Has this been good? Is this helpful? Y'all think this is good? Show up next week. It's going to change your life even more. I'm serious. This is week one. I believe if we just live this out, we're going to have to add four and five services to this building. I believe it. And it's not because of us. Because it ain't about me. It's about the king. And there's something people are looking for. You got people in your life you need to tell about Jesus this week and invite them to church because they need hope and Jesus is hope. And he is the kingdom. They need something bigger than themselves. So do you and so do I. And here's what all I want to do today. I want you to walk out of here and figure out how to live this in your life. Figure out how to live this in your life. Because watch this. A good sermon don't do anything if you don't live it. All you did was check a box. I don't want a bunch of people that check boxes. I love you, but I don't want you to just check a box. I want you to have an abundant life in Jesus, living the kingdom everywhere that we go. Can I pray over you real quick? You good with that? Because we're going to go change the world now. If you're in this room and you say, I've never heard Jesus like that, and I want that Jesus. I want that king. I want that kingdom. I've never prayed it, but I want it. I want it to change my life. I want it to do for me what it's done for everybody else throughout history. And I would love to pray that with you. We prayed that with somebody at the 10 o'clock. I want to pray it with you right now. 
Would you hold your hand up high and just say, that's me. I want, I want that king in my life. I want to give my life to that king today. Amen. 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 We're going to pray. Hold that hand up. Keep holding it up. There's going to be a clipboard that slips in your hand. We just want to give you some resources to walk this out. Yeah, come on. We got two people. They're giving their life to Jesus right now. Want to be a part of the kingdom. Let's pray this together. We do life together. Let's pray this. Lord, say with me. Dear Jesus, I give you all that I have. Thank you for making room for me in the kingdom of God today. I give you my life, my past, my present, and my future. I love you. Amen. Father, I pray over every person in this room. My God, I pray that we walk out of here and live the kingdom of God loud. Change lives. Change our life. And let us walk out of here and serve the king with all that we have. In your name we pray. Can you make some noise for King Jesus in this room? Got one thing. I want to tell you.